Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Mike. And, and this, this is Craft Root Sports. Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Craft Brood Sports. I am your co-host, Scott, and with me always is Mike. This is Craft Brood Sports, where the MVP is our BAC. <laughs> Mike, what's going on, my man? Not a whole lot, man. That's, that's my new favorite opener for this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. Uh, you know what the funny thing is? We've only had like really a couple beers that are super high alcohol content. Yeah, so, so like our BAC wasn't even that. High. As a matter of fact, I got feedback from from one person who listened to the show, and they were like, "I think you guys could, should get drunk before you start recording." I actually thought about and that the, too. Yeah, it would make for the the discussions would be way better. Oh, well, the sh- the show would be way more off the rails from the get go. <laughs> yeah, well, the show gets off the rails like. Fairly quickly. Very quickly. Off the show, off so the rails before we get drunk, into it. we wouldn't even be able to talk. We wouldn't be able to form sentences. It would no. be ridiculous. Speaking of being drunk, what are yeah. we drinking this week, Mike? This week we have uh, Arrogant Bastard Ale. We, we picked this one for a very specific reason, which we'll get into here in a little bit in the because show. Because we're both arrogant bastards. Uh, we are both super arrogant bastards. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this beer is, uh, is... This one's a badass beer. Um, so the bottle, if you've never seen it before, the bottle literally tells you on the label, you're not worthy. Like It's, it's basically like, look, you can't handle this beer. Uh, you're pretty much a pussy. And um, fuck you. Don't buy this. Oh, and if you call and complain... We don't want to hear it. It says it right on the bottle. Questions or comments? If you don't like this beer, keep it to yourself. We don't want to hear from you and any of your sniveling yellow beer drinking wimps because this beer wasn't made for you. So there you go. Right off the bat, they're like, go go shove it up your ass. Drink the beer and don't say anything. I got to tell you, I saw this in the store before and uh, I was afraid. It scared me off. The label scared me off because it was when I was just getting into craft beer. I wasn't really too sure. You know, what I liked, what was good, what wasn't good. And I saw this label, and I was like, well, I'm not fucking drinking that. <laughs> that shit is going to kill me. Yeah, no, it's always been one that I'm like, nah, a uh, hard pass. It's probably got too much going on for me to enjoy <laughs> it, so we'll see. But initial impression so far, I'm I'm liking it a lot. It's 7.2%, so it is going to... It is going to get the job done pretty quickly. Things are going to get interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a good show, I think, uh, once we get into this here. You, you'll probably be able to tell once we get halfway through this bomber. <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, that's where they're, that's where they're fucked the up. The arrogant bastards hit them. <laughs> nice. Well, we, uh, so on this episode, we're doing something a little differently. Uh, we have uh, a new segment to the show um so with that being said we also got ourselves some sweet music so we we heard your feedback people told us that we were kind of talking about more generic stuff not too much current events so we brainstormed a little bit so we decided to bring you the upper deck and in the upper deck we're gonna break down some news stories from the week uh just some quick hitters for you guys to let you know what happened in the world of sports this week so the first story in the upper deck, a uh, big story in sports this week Huge. was Baylor firing Art Bryles. Uh, there was an investigation into sexual misconduct by the players. There was a huge cover-up at the university. The university president was demoted to chancellor, which i that's crazy to me that he's still on the payroll. Who went by the name of Kenneth Starr, and I did not realize right. yeah. until way later after the, that that was the Kenneth yeah, Starr exactly. that tried to impeach, impeach Clinton. Right, like, and this guy's like, hey... This this president's an asshole, uh, but keep that left guard on the team. Like that's <laughs> that unreal to work. me. Uh, but yeah, but Bryles fell on the sword there. He's out. Uh, it looks like their defensive coordinator is going to be taken over. Which I don't know if if this is as big of a story. You know, if there's this much shit that 
they had to like demote the president, fire the coach. I don't know how you don't just clean house at that point. Like, how do you bring up anybody else to stay on that on that staff? I've only got crazy. one question at the end of everything. I kept thinking about it all week, and all I could think of was, was it worth it? After all those wins, no, after right. all those things, was it worth it to completely just decimate the program yeah. and embarrass them? And, and, and you know ignore these cries from these young women. I mean, it's horrible. It's so crazy. And the worst thing, too, that killed me was all these sports radio talk show hosts were talking all week long. They're like, well, now there's there's coaches and ADs across the country taking a look in the mirror and reevaluating their program. It's like, why do we have to be at a point where they're like, oh, they got caught. We better start fixing yeah. shit. Like, that's fucking horrible. And I think it's awful. Terrible. And, uh, I think... Uh, I think there's the craziest part about it is you could replace Baylor with any other school and it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Like, yeah, and it's it, it's a societal problem too. It's yeah. not just a football thing. Exactly. There were there was other there athletes. Yeah. yeah, it was other athletes, other people at school. It's just right. in general. Yeah, that nobody was doing anything about these sexual harassment things going on, and it's it's crazy. Yeah, awful story. But that's the that's the headline there. Baylor fires Art Riles. Uh, so. Look forward to Baylor being a bottom feeder in the Big 12 for the next several years. And speaking of more uh, sexual misconduct, uh, the Braves' Hector Oliveira was suspended 82 games. He's not eligible to play again until August 1st, which is the longest suspension that the MLB has handed out yet on domestic policy, which just started uh, this year when uh, Manfred took over. He said that he was going to be stringent on everything, and he's really going to hammer down on that. They didn't want the same PR fallout that the NFL had, yeah. and this is a show of force. It is... Uh that's not a big a, one. Yeah, this Chapman not, got what thirty games. Yeah, well, and I, I think after that investigation, they decided uh, he might not necessarily did anything. But the fact that he fired the gun. And yeah, did well, yeah, there. you fire uh, a gun in your garage. Yeah, but there after were no getting pissed. There were no details uh, about this other than Braves were on the road in uh, Washington. Something happened at the hotel. Police were called, and that's it. Haven't heard anything since. But whatever they found out was not good because yeah. no more Oliveira. Well, hats season. off to the MLB for actually taking yes. a stance on it. Again, Very it good. sucks that it has to take this long for yeah. something like this to happen, but at least, you know, maybe now if these guys are seeing... I mean, Oliver is out. For, there's no pay, so yeah. that's a huge pay cut right there. That's half your paycheck for the season is gone. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a good thing, but it sucks that it's taking this long. Uh, number three here, at the time of our recording, right now the, uh, the Thunder have a 3-2 lead over Golden State Western Conference Finals. They're heading back to Oklahoma City. I think they're going to close that one out. Uh, so they look to be the first team in history to eliminate two 65-win teams from the playoffs. Which is insane, and everybody just assumed the Warriors were going to roll. Here yep. they are with a matchup that uh, hasn't quite suited them at all. It hasn't helped that Curry's hurt, right. but at this time of year, no excuses, and I'd I feel like the uh, it'll actually be a bigger shocker at this point if the Thunder don't win this series. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that one's uh, in their favor, especially coming back to Oklahoma City. They're in a good spot there. Uh, east on the in the East, uh, the Cavs are up three uh, two. At the time of this recording, it looks like they're uh, they're probably going to clinch tonight. Uh, they're leading right now, so we're banking on the fact that the Cavs are, are going to make it into the finals. I think even if they don't win tonight, they're going to wrap that one up in uh, in Game Seven. Yeah, because they'd be back on their home floor. Yeah. If it gets that far, but I, they'll probably finish another win. I would have picked them to win tonight, regardless. Yeah. So uh, looks true. like it'll be the Cavs and the Thunder. Wow, the that's going to be crazy. It's uh, crazy to think after everybody just wanting to see Cavs Warriors rematch that right. they could possibly be. Now, I, I will say that I wouldn't be super shocked. I guess I know I just said I'd be kind of shocked if the Thunder didn't win, but it wouldn't be entirely shocking if the Warriors found a way to get back there. It just, yeah, I don't know that it would be as good of a matchup. In fact, I think the Cavs have to be the favorite going in against the Warriors. I think they're the favorite against either of these teams now. And uh, I do, I do have to say, if if Golden State wins uh, in Oklahoma City and they bring it back to, uh, they bring it back home for Game Seven, I think Golden State's winning that series. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, that's that's your uh, NBA playoff picture as of right now. And another NBA story this week. This one's kind of funny. The Pelicans forward, Anthony Davis, former uh, Kentucky Wildcat, missed out on a $24 million payday. Why? Because he failed to make an all-NBA team. In fact, Davis was the first all-NBA selection from last year. 
well, he was a first-team all-selection last year. But this year was limited to 61 games because of shoulder and knee injuries, and he didn't receive enough votes for inclusion, meaning that a clause in his contract that entitled him to the bonus of $24 million was not activated. Mike, nothing sucks more than not getting $24 million. I know from personal experience that missing out on $24 million is devastating. Oh, yeah, because you've missed out on $24 million so many I times. Have. <laughs> All because I didn't make first-team something i just think it's i think it's funny i feel like the owner was like begging uh the committee like don't don't vote for him don't vote for him i gotta keep my <laughs> i can't pay i can't afford it just i can just skip him this year it's well fine. i'm sure all the nba conspiracy theories out there uh, i'm sure there's one that suggests that that's true right <laughs> everybody likes to say the nba is rigged so i can only imagine that this one got them up and i'm sure they're up. pissed yeah uh, next over here, we'll stick with playoffs. This time, we're switching over to the NHL. So the Penguins were were able to win Game 7 to close out the Eastern Conference. So they take on the San Jose Sharks in the Stanley Ooh, Cup. The Sharks, um, who have never made it to the Stanley yeah. Cup finals before. That's big for them. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, I think they're going to lose. I think I think the Penguins <laughs> take it. Uh, you know, welcome, hey, welcome, welcome to the Stanley Cup. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest stage ever. Thanks for playing. <laughs> But I do love that Sharks logo. It is so cool. <laughs> Sound like a real woman right now. Talking about, oh, the pretty I, logo. I would pick them because the shark looks really mean, and a shark would eat a penguin. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to go with the Sharks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Penguins, too, but it's just because they have uh, one of the best players in the NHL in Sidney Crosby, and yeah. because they have the experience of having been there. That's I agree. pretty much it. I know that the Sharks are on a roll, though. They, yeah. they did. Uh, they weren't expected to get here just because they seem to always come up short. And uh, the Blues were uh, a hot team yeah. coming into that series. So the Blues were up in that in that final game in the West. They were up like two nothing, and the Sharks came back to win it. And to, they were up one nothing in the series. Yeah. So the Sharks came back to win that series. Yeah. Uh, but I just think that even though Penguins were stretched out to seven games, so experience is going to trump in this one. So I agree. I picked the Penguins in six games. Oh, six. All right. Yeah. I'm going five. Okay. We'll see who wins. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, moving on to uh, baseball again. Uh, we got the uh, Bridgeport Bluefish. And you've never heard of that squad, but they are an independent <laughs> baseball team. <laughs> and they are going to have Jenny Finch serve as a guest manager later this month. She'll become the first woman to manage a professional baseball team. That's a big deal. That's like some reverse League of Their Own type shit right there. It is, and it's a big deal because I really like Jenny Finch. She's yeah. always been kind of like an American hero, and she's really badass softball yeah. player. So I think that's pretty cool. I think it's really cool. I, I just love the crazy promotions that minor league teams and independent teams come up with to try to get people in. Like, well, usually they're a lot cornier than this. This is like something... No, I yeah. agree. This is really cool. Although it's manager for a day, so yeah, are you I really know. like... Baby steps. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it, not, it's still cool. Like, she's going to like bring out the lineup card and that's about it. You know who, well, you know whose thoughts I want to get on this? Keith Hernandez. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Keep women out of the dugout. Mr. Stuck in the, you know, the dark ages when it comes to women's rights. That's who I want to know. What does he think about Jenny Finch sitting in the game calling the shots? Keith Hernandez, yeah. give a call to the show. Tweet us. <laughs> Tweet us, Keith Hernandez. Let us, let us know your thoughts on a Quit woman. Quit hanging out with Seinfeld and come let us know. You better be back in the kitchen afterwards. <laughs> uh, we're going to stick with Baseball for the next, this next door here. Uh, they retired Wade Boggs' number in Boston this week, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, very deserving. He's a, a legend there in Boston. Um, but and he's, a, don't forget a Devil Rays legend as well. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a, well, that's a good like, point. First expansion right. pick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's getting all kinds of shit in Boston uh, because he wore his World Series ring during the ceremony, uh, the ring that he won with the Yankees. So Boston fans are what all up, up in arms. Oh, They're like, oh, I can't believe he'd wear that ring. It's <laughs> like, well, maybe if he won it in Boston, he would have won that ring. But Yeah, maybe if you guys could have broke the damn streak when he was around. <laughs> it's not like Wade <laughs> yeah. didn't try to wear his Boston ring there. We were, we were talking about this before the show. Like, I, I, It's not perfect. It wasn't like he was like, watch this. Fuck these guys! I'm wearing this ring. <laughs> well, and the reason it wasn't is because I originally read the story and thought I was kind of on the same side of Boston fans. Like, damn, that's kind of a dick move, bro. And then it's like, oh, but he wears it every day. So yeah. if he wears it every day, this was just another day for him. So, and I read some quotes where he said, eh, I get asked about it all the time. I wear it. It's a piece of my history. It's a piece of my career. I'm not gonna, you know, shade that away because yeah. it's gonna offend some people. It just is what it is. No. So I people just need to for that. People just need to get the sand out of their vag. <laughs> 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 and 
And finally, we're going to wrap up Upper Deck with a uh, little boxing action here. Uh, rumors got hot and heavy this week that uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather are going to mix it up in the ring. Had some people talking about uh, this fight being the next big one for Mayweather, which would put him at a 50 and 0 if he uh, actually fought in it. Wow. Problem is, Mike, do we actually think that this fight is going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. I've heard a lot of people uh, on the radio saying it's happening. Colin Coward is saying it's happening in September. It's going down. There's, it's it, so is this, is this happening like the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight happened eight oh, years ago when it should have? Or is this like it, it happened when it finally did happen? <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. That's, uh, that's Upper Deck for this week. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that segment. Uh, we're going to bring that to you guys each and every week. Hope you enjoyed the uh, beat, Mike. Worked yeah, so hard. I, I'm not gonna lie. I laid that beat down and was super pumped about that. And then I fucked up the recording last week, <laughs> and we didn't get to use it. And I was furious, but we found a way to use it. But so this is the debut. The yeah. debut. Exactly. Mike's sick beat making yeah. skills. Uh, we got another one coming up later for you guys too. <laughs> another sweet beat that I laid down in my Teaser. in my beat laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Colin Coward said it's happening. Uh, Jalen Rose said on on his show that he, he and he's the one that broke the story. Uh, Is it really? He well, he was the one that broke a, another fight with Mayweather. He was oh, like, "This oh, fight's okay. going down." I got you. Uh, and he said, "Book your hotel for Vegas." Although he said it's Kentucky Derby weekend, so there's some conflicting information from the so Cowherd saying September where, of this year, and then Jalen Rose is saying May, May of next next year. year yeah. Okay, gotcha. uh, both are saying it's going to be in Vegas. But I, I don't know. I kind of would like to see it happen. I think it'd be kind of cool to see. It, I think it would be interesting to happen. I don't necessarily think I would care if it happened. It just would be different. Uh, it almost seems like some sort of publicity stunt to a yeah, certain extent. Absolutely. It's an MMA guy, MMA guy versus a boxer. Both you know have done those one singular things for the career so it's not like there's any crossover i know that mcgregor has boxing training so there's that but you've got mayweather who has fought his entire career as just a boxer right so i don't know how much of a match if they work everything out it'll actually be i i I would fully expect that if you're just talking about boxing that Mayweather's just kind of technical him to death. And yeah, it's not well, he's such a boring a fight. fighter. Like, Mayweather yeah. is... I guess if you're a fan of boxing, it's awesome to watch Mayweather. Because oh, I, he I know really... some fans of boxing that even don't like him at this point anymore because it's that boring. It's gotten to the point where he literally just will get his punches in and then just duck for the yeah, next 12 he's, rounds. I mean, That's he's it. a very defensive fighter, and it, it, it's amazing that he's able to do that, you know, to, to carry that on, especially this long in his career. Well, and especially when guys get nobody in Nobody can figure it out. Yeah. Nobody can figure him out. Well, no, everybody knows going into the ring that that's what they're going to have to contend with, too, that he's not going to try to knock anybody out. He's just going to try to, you know, duck, dodge, move, and, you yeah. know, hit when it's uh, convenient. So Yeah, I I don't know. I would like to see it only because I, I'm a big fan of Rocky Three, and uh, <laughs> I feel like this fight would be like Rocky taking on Thunderlips, and that would, that would be kind of how the fight ends Shout up. out to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Sweet movie name, by the way, Elk. <laughs> Thunderlips. I hope you negotiated In that the flesh, one. The baby. I, that's, that's the dumbest character, but I love that scene. That's one of my favorite you scenes. You go, brother. <laughs> so this, uh, Conor McGregor was on Sunday Conversation this week uh, with Kenny Mayne, and he was talking about the... Uh, the this, potential for this Yeah, the, the possibility of this fight. He had a very interesting point. Uh, we're going to play a clip from that show. Uh, so this, this was on Sunday Conversation, but this was Conor McGregor talking about uh, the possibility of fighting Floyd Mayweather. Who doesn't want to conquer both worlds? He, uh, he's getting old now. You know, I have the size, I have the reach, I have the height. Um, I have the youth. He needs me. I don't need him. That's, that's the truth of it. Who else can he fight? He fights someone else in the boxing realm, and it's like, all of a sudden, the pay goes from 100 million to 15 million. So, he needs me. He's got the ute. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got the ute. He's, he's, got, the, he's got the age advantage. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you think? Do you think McGregor's right? Do you think Floyd Mayweather needs McGregor? Well, he's right and he's wrong. Does Floyd need McGregor for anything at this point in his career? Absolutely not. Like he doesn't need he doesn't need this fight. He doesn't need anybody at this point. He's made almost a billion dollars just off of fighting. 
but does he need McGregor to make as much money as he possibly could at this point in his career? Yes. So he's right and he's wrong. I mean, I don't know who else is out there at this point that that would bring in any. There's enough nobody. Money that, the, yeah, I mean, boxing world is so dried up. It's so dried up that if when Floyd does finally hang them up, which God knows it could be another ten years, the way boxers do when they retire and unretire and retire and unretire. They Brett Favre dicks it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, with that, the way that works, who knows when he's actually going to finally be done? But. Is boxing dead when he's when he's done? Because I feel like it is. Who's up it's and done. coming? Who's the There's, next? There is nobody on deck to take over that spot. I looked when I was researching for the show. I looked up uh, like the best pound per, pound for pound fighters that are currently in boxing right now, and it was like one of those slideshow articles. And I was like, "Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that?" Oh, I kind of remember that guy. Who's that? Who's that? Like there was, there was nothing. Boxing has no talent, and I feel like that's why Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao took forever to set up because they didn't want to, they didn't want to shoot their load too early on that fight, and then they saw this coming. There wasn't anything coming up in the ranks where it's like, oh, well, that's the guy that we can hang our hats on. So they had to draw that out until finally it was like, all right, well, I guess we should put them together because. There ain't shit else out here. Well, and because of that, that kind of took away from boxing, right? Like, me not being much of a boxing fan, I remember when that was a possibility seven or eight years ago when they were first talking about them matching up. I wanted to see that fight. I was excited. Yeah, it would have been a sweet fight. Oh, man, this is one of those rare times where boxing has something to draw the non-boxing and the super casual boxing fan in and generate excitement. And they completely pissed that away because of money and the politics and all the BS that Steroid went on between them. testing. Yeah, it was all so stupid, and it disenfranchised me to the point where I'm like, well, it's finally happening. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I, I cared seven or eight years ago. You don't, I don't care about it now. And then exactly what I thought would happen at the point that it did, did happen, and you had a terrible match. Pacquiao got whooped. They, you know, they're still talking about a rematch in that, but no, you know, nobody cared about the first time around, so nobody cares about a rematch. This fight, you know, if it were to happen, again, it generates a lot of interest from the curiosity standpoint. Absolutely. People would want to see what an MMA, MMA fighter would do against a boxer. But after that, I feel like once the bell would ring, you're just going to get just an awful, awful match. I don't see anything good coming from it other than the payday. And funniest part of that McGregor thing is when he says that, you know, Mayweather needs him. Well, no, he actually needs Mayweather because... Thinking about how much money, it just comes down to money, and you strictly look at it from the payday standpoint. McGregor has never made and would never make as much money as he would in one fight, even if he gets whooped against Mayweather. So for him, he definitely wants it to happen because it's You're right. a huge, quick payday. But for Mayweather, meh. If he fights him, he gets to 50, you know? Okay, cool. He gets a big payday. But what does money really mean to him at this point? I know that his nickname is Money and that it, that's what he's obsessed with. But from the needing him aspect, meh, that's. I think not totally correct. So when I when I heard that, I took that as Mayweather or uh, McGregor saying, if he wants to fight again and he and Mayweather wants a big payday, then he needs McGregor. Yes, and correct. he's one hundred percent right about that. There's there's nobody left for Mayweather to fight that's going to draw a decent payday for mm, for Mayweather. No. There's nothing out there for him, so you're gonna need to fight. Something you're gonna have some sort of hook. You gotta have some sort of hook. Yeah, you gotta bring in <laughs> Thunderlips. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, McGregor is 100 percent right in that fact. He does. Uh, Mayweather does need McGregor for the the big payday. Um, so what do you think? Do you think if it happens, you're saying McGregor would get his ass beat? Uh, well, relatively in the in the boxing that, world, it'd be yeah it, it, for a boxing match. He would get his ass whooped. He's not going to. Mayweather doesn't has never been much of a knockout fighter in the first place. So it's not like he's going to go in there and Mike Tyson one punch him and end it before the first round. You know, before people sit down for the first round. But it's not going to be much of a match from the standpoint that Mayweather's just going to you know bob and weave, get his punches in. I'd feel like at some point, you know, McGregor would get frustrated or, you know, leave himself open, get hit real hard, and that'd be pretty much over. You know, from a boxing standpoint, it would be an ass whooping. Yeah, you know, if it would happen. I think, uh, yeah, I think it'd be uh, a horrible fight to see. Uh, so McGregor went on in that interview with Kenny Mayne uh, on Sunday Conversation, and he was talking about how he would handle a boxing match with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, so this is what he said about about that. I know he would not want to fight in a mixed martial arts contest in a true fight. 
If you want to fight in a limited fight, that's no problem. We can do that. Um, I will set aside many other forms of fighting that I, that I practice in. And I will focus on one particular craft. I'm in the game of spinning plates. I'm spinning a boxing plate. I'm spinning a taekwondo plate. I'm spinning a jiu-jitsu plate. I'm spinning a freestyle wrestling plate. A, a karate plate. There's so many spinning plates in this game. If I was to just put all them down and have one boxing plate spinning, it would be, it would be like a load off my shoulders. So you think if he puts down all the spinning plates? <laughs> yes, if he puts down all the thinning plates, he's got a, he's got a fighting chance. That, that was the, the most shade you'll ever hear. Oh, my God. A, that was, God, that was, that was so shady. Just if he wants to fight in a limited fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, he wants to, if he wants me to you know, put down everything I got going on just to focus on just boxing. Why doesn't you know. he just come out and say what he meant there? Like if, if he wants to fight in a pussy sport like boxing. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he might as well have. He basically did. It was very transparent. I'm actually mostly surprised that Mayweather hasn't said anything, but he probably doesn't. He's probably sitting there laughing somewhere, like I don't really need to. I think this is all. This is all planned. This is all part of their yes. their deal to get hype for it. Yes. So Mayweather doesn't give a shit. He knows McGregor is going to say this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then in a couple weeks, they probably when, hang out and script what they're going right. to say. Right. And in a couple weeks, when we seem to forget about this interview and we forget about McGregor saying this, then Mayweather is going to come out with something where he throws a little shade at, at McGregor, and that's going to reignite everything again. Oh, are they going to fight? Are they, maybe they won't. Maybe it's not going to happen. Then they're going to start other. talking about it again. And yeah, then they're going to see each other at a Ponderosa. And one of them's going to grab the last roll, and then it's going to be on. Then we're going to get Don King out of here, and he's going to be all upset and wild and crazy, and then we're going to have a fight. I like that you went uh, Ponderosa on that. That's because it was one of the most ridiculous things I could think of. They, they don't even go to Golden Crowd. They go to Ponderosa. They keep it old school. That, yeah, I, I don't know. So I think the funniest thing to me in that in that little clip there was when McGregor said that if he could just focus on boxing, if he could stop focusing on all the other elements of MMA, which don't get me wrong, I prefer MMA to boxing. I think 100% MMA is the more complete uh, sport. In 2016, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's way more entertaining. I would prefer to watch an MMA fight over boxing any day of the week. Now, that being said, if an, if an MMA fighter just starts training to box, starting now for like a boxing match... You're going up against the guy who's been doing that his entire career. So I understand, like, you've got your spinning plates, but this guy's been spinning that one plate for the last however many years of his life. He's, he's going to beat you. I know. It's kind of like saying, you know what? I'm retiring from the NBA. I'm going to play baseball. <laughs> You know how if that worked if out wasn't, for one if of the best professional athletes of all time? If I wasn't spinning this basketball plate so much, <laughs> yeah, I'd be spinning, I'd be this, spinning baseball this baseball plate. But if I want to, you know, I'll go on ahead and limit myself and not spin this basketball plate, and I'll go over here and I'll spin this catching plate and this hitting plate and this, <laughs> this batting plate, and I'll play baseball, and, you know, it'll work out fine. Oops! <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just work like that. You don't just get to decide one day that even though you've been doing an athletic competition that you're just good enough to do something else. I mean, I know boxing and MMA are much more MMA are much more similar than uh, baseball and basketball, but the, the comparison still holds that you can't just drop something and do something else. Yeah, they're similar, but they're they're still so different yeah. that you can't say yeah, I could do that because that, that's an element of my craft. So I could yeah. totally go in there. And then it's not even that you can go in there because you, you can. You could go in. Like, I'm sure Conor McGregor can go in because the boxing world is so dead right now. He could probably go into a boxing fight and win against a majority of the professional boxers oh, no that are out there right There's now. There's definitely boxers he could beat. Yeah, but you're not going to win against an elite fighter. like <laughs> An all-time great. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think that uh, he's a little off base. The man is that. not 49-0 because he loses to some guy <laughs> who shows up and is a career MMA fighter, okay? Like, that's not how that streak Well, you know what, Scott? End. Maybe those other 49 guys that he <laughs> fought were spinning too many plates, <laughs> and they should have just put down the other plates. It would have been a load off their backs. Ah, I shouldn't have been spinning that <laughs> cooking plate the same time I was spinning this boxing plate. God, Rufus told me I was training and spinning too many plates. I knew I should have listened. Damn it. 
I picture that being like Conor McGregor's training routine is him just doing that old spinning plate trick oh, from God. like the stupid human tricks on David Letterman. It was explain why he got his ass knocked out in his last <laughs> MMA fight because he was actually literally just spinning Diaz. Did you see Nate Diaz weighed in on this whole thing uh, and hilarity ensued. He was on the MMA hour this week and was talking about it. He basically said that this was all just a distraction to take away from the fact that McGregor got his ass beat the last time he was in the (laughs) ring. And then he went on to say that he's the only one. He would beat McGregor and Mayweather in the same night. (laughs) No problem. So we thought McGregor threw shade, but Nate Diaz was like, fuck you both. (laughs) I'm the shadiest of the shady. Both of you. I think. Do you think uh, McGregor and Diaz fight? Uh, I know that. Yeah, they, they have to, right? They. Well, I don't know. They. I guess. Uh, oh, that that old drama thing with MMA and him leaving UFC. No, not even that. Oh, um, okay. Dana White was in. Uh, they they met with McGregor and Diaz independently to try to figure out if they can come to an agreement for the the rematch. And Diaz wants more money, which I don't blame him. Like, yeah, that was well, a. I mean, he, win. he he beat their golden boy. Like Conor yeah. McGregor was the the UFC golden boy, and Diaz beat him. So he wants a bigger payday. And I guess when they when they left that meeting, he was like, "Yeah, we're we're way too far apart." I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. I you know get your money, yeah. especially in a sport like that where you well, don't you, know how well, long you're going to fight. And unless you want, you're Ken Shamrock, you want fight forever. <laughs> you won the first one. So what else do you have to gain? Yeah, he's got the, other than money. Yeah. Conor McGregor needs him. <laughs> yeah, Conor McGregor needs him. While we're, we're uh, talking about who needs who. Jesus. Too many spinning plates. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a funny sound bite the more I think about it. It is. It's the more really arrogant comical. bastard I drink. Yeah, more so of an arrogant bastard he sounds yeah. like. Yeah, now you guys understand why we picked arrogant bastard for today. And let's face it, Conor McGregor isn't the only arrogant bastard in this story. Floyd Mayweather is the... The arrogant of the arrogant yeah, bastards. Yeah, he's such a dick. Have you ever heard that uh, clip where he called into the Rude Jude show? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. That's unreal. Like, that dude... Ever since I heard that, I was like, sorry, Floyd. I liked you. I, I was a fan of yours, but... You're a fucking asshole. I know it's going to sound stupid, but I actually... I, I put the kibosh on... Um, enjoying anything Floyd Mayweather when 50 Cent was like, whoa, I gotta walk away from this guy. He spends money stupidly. <laughs> the man that declared bankruptcy and lost his house and, did, you know, has, you know, pissed away money more than, you know, most rappers, anybody that you could think of out there, says, whoa, this guy's got a spending problem. I can't be around him. You might need to look yourself in the mirror at that point. Of course, since then, you know, Floyd's been fine. It's not like he's in financial troubles, but still, I, I just, I, I can't vibe with somebody who has a guy who has career money troubles tell him he spends money. Right. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm good. And, you know, he's, and since, since that, I mean, he's just become just a giant caricature. He, I don't know. He really is. He's, he's like taking this money Mayweather character to a, a whole new level that is is just absurd at this point like he's he enjoys being hated which is i never understand why guys like playing the role of the villain i don't get it i i mean maybe i mean they, unless you're talking about wrestling where it's fake because i loved me some villains wait a second wrestling's fake oh wait i'm sorry it's still real to me damn it it's still real to me damn it Santa Claus is real too, <laughs> sir. I, I won't crush any more of your dreams tonight. Santa Claus is real. I just, I, yeah, I guess you're in wrestling. It's fun, uh, but I, I just don't get how these guys are just like, yeah, I'm an asshole. Fucking deal with it. I don't, I don't know how you. Well, I mean, in Mayweather's case, he just got so much money that nobody could tell him anything else. And when you get that much money, and nobody can tell you anything from a standpoint of, you know, anything. I mean, he thinks he's above the law. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he's done things. That's another you know, guy going that's a ba- fucking horrible person. Yeah, I know. Going back to the whole, you know, violence against women thing, he's not above that. So he doesn't, you know, he doesn't care about what people think about him one so, way or another. He's just so do what he's he wants. Mayweather's a piece of shit. <laughs> McGregor is a fucking cocky, arrogant bastard. 
so enjoy the fight, everybody. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's gear up. Woo! Basically, we all win if they just like bump heads at the beginning and knock each other out. And it's like, oh, good. Neither one of them can fight anymore. A 10 count double <laughs> knockout draw. They, they run into each other, both fall over, and the ref just counts to 10. And so this fight's over. They're both out. I would want Mills Lane to ref that match. I want Mills Lane to ref every fight ever. <laughs> and I want Harold Letterman. Harold Letterman has to be, it's got to be on HBO just so that I can hear Harold Letterman well, and uh, then, do and his scorecard. That's fine. And then I want Bruce Buffer to uh, intro it, of course. Can we get Bruce and Michael Buffer, like at the same time? No, because Michael was just the the other guy. He's just the little brother. <laughs> it's like, oh, we couldn't get Bruce, but here's Mike. But if it's, a, if it's an MMA and a UFC, or an MMA, and a boxer like let's get them both in there and and do that i feel like that needs to be a separate fight whoever wins that fight gets to announce it <laughs> bruce and mike can be the That's title the card. Undercard. They can, yeah they can be the undercard <laughs> those two fight to see who's going to announce <laughs> announce the fight there you go that'd be awesome i as long as harold letterman is doing his scorecard i'm on board with uh with whatever they put on the ring uh, i will watch shitty fights just to hear harold letterman get all pumped up and be like, Jim! <laughs> Me and my brother used to make fun of him so much. And then I found a YouTube video where it's just cuts of every time Harold Letterman throws it back. And he's like, Jim! <laughs> whenever they throw it to him, he's always like, Jim, I gotta tell you. Jim, I gotta tell you. <laughs> and then he goes through everything. So if you ever want like eight minutes of your day wasted, just watch the video of Harold Letterman saying, Jim. Eight minutes long. It's the best. Wow. I'm going to pass on that. Not like I can say I don't have eight minutes in my day that I can just throw away because I do most days, but I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going right to do that. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. Uh, so you said you want the buffers on the undercard to, to fight to see who announces. I do. I think that would be a, a, a cool matchup in the, the world of fantasy matchups. Yeah, so what other uh, fantasy matchups do you want to see? I don't know. I was thinking about it before the show. What, what, if, what if I could see two people fight in the yeah, history? Yeah, just any two people. And, this is, I, and I'm keeping it just at boxing for a minute. I, from a sports standpoint and from a you know historical standpoint, I think it would be awesome to see Ali versus Tyson. That'd be a hell of a fight. Ali versus Tyson, both of them in their prime. I don't think that there would be any other fight in like the history of the world. They could match up. Yeah, their styles are so different. They are. They're it's s- funny how different they are, but it, it would. I almost think that it would end up being not as good of a fight as I envision. Like the names, you think they would be good, but yeah. then the fact they'd get in the ring and Ali would probably handle him. I think so too, because Tyson was just a straight ahead, yeah, bull rush, super you. puncher. Yeah, and and <laughs> if Ali it didn't knock had you that out. finesse, right? Yeah, Ali would. I think he'd rope a dope him, and I think he'd put him out. There's, I do too. It, but that would be a fun fight. I was to just going to say, That'd be super fun. Imagine to see. the build up to it. Holy imagine shit. all of the shit Ali would talk and all the lisping that Mike would do. <laughs> it would be like the press conferences might actually end up being better than the that fight. Way, that could be. Yeah, he doesn't want none of me. I know he's the greatest of all time, but I'm the greatest of the nineties. <laughs> I agree. I think that'd be a that'd be an awesome fight. I would pay to, to watch that. I want to see George Foreman. Now, fight George Foreman in his prime. <laughs> so you want to see uh, grill George yeah. Foreman face the fro George Foreman, the, the one that beat Ali? Is that is yeah. what you're saying? How about we do uh, George Foreman now versus Butterbean? That'd be a fun fight to see. Just the, God, is the Butterbean still around? I don't know. He Holy might be shit. dead. I don't even know. <laughs> I should I should have probably researched. Should probably Googled that. Damn. I mean, not that it matters. Is imaginary yeah, fights time, anyway? But. Uh, but yeah, just the battle of just fat dudes going at it. <laughs> and then King Kong Bundy shows up. And <laughs> Punch him in the stomach. Punch him in the stomach. That's King Hippo, man, not King Kong Bundy. I know what I was thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about Joe. Glass Joe? Yep. You want Glass? 
Anyway. Oh, man. Arrogant Bastard Ale is hitting hard. <laughs> you asked on Facebook about uh, fights. I did. did you any good we, comments? Dude, we got so many good comments. So I went on the Facebook earlier in the day and asked, you know, the same question. If anybody could see uh, a fight in history, what would it be? You got some good ones here. Uh, Rick Bryant says he'd like to see Genghis Khan versus Attila the Hun. Okay. Fitzgerald Williams came came with more historical uh, matchup. Uh, Hitler versus Churchill. Oh, nice. I like that that's, one. That's a pretty Imagine good one. those two getting into a room. I'd have to put my money on Churchill. <laughs> Hitler, I don't know. Hitler, Hitler bowed out in the, the suicide way, so I feel like things would start going south for him. He'd yeah, throw in the towel. I think Hitler would fight dirty, man. Like, he'd probably get off a couple nut punches. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> Churchill uh, Churchill doesn't have the stamina either. He was smoking those cigars. That's true. He doesn't have the wind. So Hitler would just try to take him 15 and then, <laughs> and then win by decision. <laughs> would it have to be one of those, you know... Oh, it's got it. Yeah, the 30 fights, style. Yes, where they're just kind of circling yeah. around each other for a while. With curly mustaches. If that's the case, then we need to go like 30s boxing rules where they just never stop the fight. It wasn't until oh, one yeah, dude so was, one was dead. dead. <laughs> it was like, this going to be on international waters. And, uh, <laughs> first one to die loses. We're in the 28th round here. <laughs> Churchill is still going strong. <laughs> Last round, Churchill put his cigar out on Hitler's face. <laughs> Here's another good one. Uh, moving away from just uh, just mixing it up with uh, different fighting style. Here would be a good one. Uh, Bruce Lee and Muhammad Ali, says Brian Hines. Oh, wow. That, that would be an interesting fight. I think Bruce Lee wins that one. I think he wins it easily. Yeah, I think so. I think Muhammad would have his uh, work cut out for him. Yeah, you can't, you can't run away from... From somebody like Bruce Lee. Well, let me ask you this: Are we too. just doing? Is that going to be a boxing match, or is that going to be? No, I mean, you know, it's just, just a fight. fight. Yeah, just, a just a fight. So then, Bruce Lee absolutely yeah. wins. There's yeah. that's there's no way that Muhammad Ali beats Bruce Lee. Here's a good one though. Zachary Donald says Yoda and ET. Oh shit! I'm thinking that Jedi <sighs> power is just boom. Man. All the Reese's pieces in the world aren't going to help ET's ass in that one. Yeah, but he's got that long finger. <laughs> 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 That's his superpower, the long some, finger. He can do some shit with that long finger. He can, I mean, think about think about the f- the fish hook that he can pull with wow, that long ass ET wow. finger. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good fight. No, you're right. The the Jedi powers would win out. Yeah, the force uh, is too strong in Yoda. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, a lot of people uh, got uh, Trump and Hillary. Trump and oh, Hillary was yeah. a, uh, a favorite of course. Uh, amongst everybody. Uh, Benjamin Trotten says uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Nice. <laughs> Can we get a tag team match? Do Simon and Garfunkel versus Hall and Oates? Yes, I would pay to see that. That'd be a good one. Uh, Billy Bischoff says Batman and Bruce Wayne because those guys won't ever go in the same room as each other. Interesting. <laughs> ah, I see what he did there. I see what he did there. Uh, William Thomas, Helen Keller, and Stephen Hawking. <laughs> That that would be quite the fight. I, I I don't I don't know who I'd put my money on. Well, Jim, I gotta tell you, <laughs> around ten nine Hawkings, <laughs> got much better ring generalship. Helen Keller just walking around. <laughs> He's just running into her ankles in the wheelchair. Holy shit, that one's fantastic. Yeah, no, no, we, and we got, we got that? more good ones. Uh, that was a buddy of mine on uh, Oh, that was a Facebook. good one. I good call, remember. man. Yeah, um, we got, uh, uh, keeping with the uh, physical ailments here, we have uh, my uncle <laughs> went with Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. <laughs> so the blind fighting the blind. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I guess they have a piano off. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> dueling pianos. Jim, I got to tell you, <laughs> neither fighter's gotten in the ring yet. <laughs> uh, we have this constant thing going on at work between one of my coworkers. Uh, she says Jordan Lebron. Uh, uh, I'll let you guess who she, whose side she's on. I'm guessing she's a Lebron fan. You know what's funny though? If they were to fight, I don't know about Jordan in a fight because LeBron's, LeBron's just big. A beast, yeah. He's just big. I, I think if it's a fight, LeBron wins. Yeah. Uh, I'm not As, my money I know on you're a big fight. Jordan no, no, fan, but, but I, I'm smart yeah. enough to put my money on the yeah. bigger guy. That's right. I'm not, I love Jordan, but we're not talking about playing basketball. Right. Shit, uh, uh, my buddy Matt Daniels, he, he had 
probably the funniest ones because uh, he had a, quite a few here. But uh, he too went the Stephen Hawking route. But he did it versus Christopher Reeve. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Uh, Webster versus Gary Coleman. Mid to oh, take nice. all. Yeah, there you go. Um, David Carradine and Michael Hutchins. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Don't leave me hanging on the outcome." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, fantastic. Oh, good one. Uh, Chuck from the Goonies versus Ham from the Sandlot. So, oh, nice. Uh, two, two, porkers, like that. Yeah. two porkers from uh, our childhood uh, movies <laughs> going at it. Uh, another Matt Daniels special. Uh, Bill Cosby versus a conscious woman. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say about that one. Uh, I almost got Arrogant Bastard Ale all over the soundboard here. You should have warned me that that one was coming up before I took a sip of my beer. Son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Uh, I got to tell you, Arrogant... Jim, I got to tell you, Arrogant Bastard Ale is really good going down. Burns like a bitch when it comes through your nose. It is quite the Arrogant Bastard coming back up. Uh, co-worker of mine, Jason Ferris, said Liam Neeson versus... Uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Mm. That'd be pretty solid. That'd be a good fight. I'd like to see that one. Uh, I want to see the pre-fight presser with Liam Neeson calling him on the phone. <laughs> I don't know where you are, but when we now, get in the ring. Are we talking diehard Bruce Willis, or are we talking like Friends episode I'm Bruce Willis? I'm diehard. No, not, you know, not his random roles. Not when he was in Friends and Jeez. was trying to pork Rachel Green. Yeah, no. Not that. Not that. <laughs> Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, we moved on to some uh, people started getting really uh, into the topic. We got some f- a four way here. Eric Dietrich says George Lucas versus Steven Spielberg versus James Cameron versus J.J. Abrams versus surprise title card edition Alfred Hitchcock. So oh, the directors, wow. there just you go, just it going at it, just mixing it up, battle royale. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I feel like that would be a super boring fight unless. Michael Bay was like, all right, I'm going to make some shit explode. (laughs) (laughs) Then it'd be over. Uh, Jason Fair also said uh, Prince versus Michael Jackson. Ah, the Prince versus the King. I like it. Uh, This one reminds me. That would just be a slap fight. Ah, Funny that you say that, because the first thing I thought of when I saw this was the uh, Chappelle Show skit, the Friday Night Sissy Fights. (laughs) It's just the two of them just coming to the middle of the ring and slapping each other. Lots of whining going on. Uh, R.I.P. Prince and Mike. Good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you guys, you guys would have fucking bitched out on that fight. <laughs> My friend Steve says Winnebago Man versus John McEnroe, Battle of the Anger. Now, oh, the Winnebago there's a little bit of stu- the, yeah. Oh, there's a little bit of story there because the Winnebago Man. If you've never seen that YouTube video, please look it up. The there's Winnebago a Netflix special Man. about him. Is there really? Yes. There's a whole documentary about him. Well, a I know dude, what I'm doing after the show. A dude found that clip. Got so enthralled with the clip and then went and f- tracked him down and filmed a whole documentary about Holy him. Holy shit. Is it any good? It was all right. Huh. I mean, it's the, the dude is fucking nuts. He's out of his mind. <laughs> He's 100% out of his mind. So like, was it just an act? No, it wasn't just an act. I mean, it was, it was overly, you know, he was like overly pissed, but... He was a fucking weirdo with this director, like, tracking him down. He, like, lives by himself in the woods, and, yeah, it was a great documentary. Huh. When, I, I, think it's called, I think it's called Winnebago Man. Wow. But that's man. a good... I like that fight. That'd be a good... Two angry individuals. They would just yell at each other. It wouldn't even be a fight. Yeah, but we couldn't have any of those fucking flies flying around. <laughs> no more shit from anybody, including me. <laughs> Love that clip. That's a fantastic. That was like one of the first viral videos. I yeah, think, too. it was such a pick me up in college. I remember having like down days and being like, "Fuck it, I'm throwing on Winnebago Man." And <laughs> him being so pissed at nothing, filming a damn commercial just made everything go away. Look up Winnebago Man if you have not yeah, seen that. It is totally absolutely. worth your time. Uh, our boy Brendan, your former roommate, uh, yeah. said Screech versus Urkel. Oh, nice, it's a solid one. Although, Mister. Mr. Diamond got arrested again recently, so I don't know uh, if that's well, going to yeah, be this, I, this version. I or? mean, I think Screech would just stab Urkel. Like, <laughs> he'd, he'd no, Screech wouldn't, but current day version <laughs> would Dust definitely stab Urkel. Yeah. I, I would, would, would it be Urkel, or would he like or would be Stefan? Stefan? Well, that's, that's what he would do in between rounds, because yes. he'd be getting beat, because Screech has Mario Lopez, and he's got A.C. Slater teaching him how to fight. <laughs> So he's going to come out in the Bayside ringlet, 
and he's gonna be like sweet and doing great and then steve's gonna go into the corner and he's got that changing machine turns into stefan and then he takes it from there on out i like it Wow, that was <laughs> in depth. How come, how come MTV? Maybe after this episode comes out, MTV is going to hire me to like write for Celebrity Deathmatch. There you go again, trying back. to get off the show, finding another way. Hire you? It wasn't hiring <laughs> us. They're going to hire me because I've got so many great you didn't, ideas. You didn't come up with that sweet plot line for that fight. You didn't even come up with the match. <laughs> Well, I would do the same thing. Hire Brendan. So there you go. All right, Dick, no, you're stuck great. with me. Boyle's funnier than me, anyways. That's fine. <laughs> uh, we got another one here. Uh, Hamilton versus Burr, round two. Only bare knuckles. Oh, there taking you it, go. Taking it way back to American <laughs> history. Man, somebody, somebody was a somebody history studied. Major. Oh. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Jim Ballant. Gandhi versus Mother Teresa. First punch wins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Just them praying for each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, my buddy, my buddy from high school, uh, Reed Bennett, had hit me with one that I busted up laughing when I read at work. Thomas Jefferson and one of his children he had with Hemings. <laughs> Sally Hemings. <laughs> wow. We're talking about history. That's going deep. Yeah, it is. Holy deep. Shit. Not the, the bastard well children with your with your slaves. That's Ouch. well done. Uh, we got a Prince, another Prince matchup. Uh, Clay Seal says Prince versus Charlie Murphy, the rematch. Okay. So All right. Get, get yeah. the fuck your couch fuck part your couch. two. <laughs> uh, buddy Daniel back home, huge uh, Michigan fan, wants to see Charles Woodson and David Roided Raging Boston go, go at it. <laughs> Yeah, those are Ohio State Michigan fans. They, they won't let right. anything go. They'll make sure they get a fight in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Jared said uh, Drake versus Ice Cube, and I went and I told him, I'm like, this wouldn't be much of one. Drake would just start crying in the corner and would never actually start. Jake, Drake would just start cheering for Ice Cube midway he through. He would. He's, He's fucking, a champion chasing Yeah, he is. Yeah, Ice Cube would murder Drake. Yeah, uh, got a few Manning versus Brady. That that was a popular yeah, one. Got that'd be a few people that said that. I think that'd be a boring ass fight. Yeah, it would be. I mean, Brady's got a good target to hit. Manning's got that huge forehead, so that's a good target to hit for. <laughs> no, this this one I see ending with Manning about to pin and Giselle running out for the assist, hitting Manning with the chair, and, and while the ref's knocked out, and then putting you know Brady over top of Manning, and the ref waking up at that time to count for three, and so he wins thanks to Giselle. And Giselle's walking up the you know walking up the aisle with her hands up. That's how that would go down. Because, I mean, you know, Brady can't win without cheating. So That's, that's true. That, yeah, that there you go. Oh, go. Boom. Zing! Got him! <laughs> Son of a bitch. Buddy <laughs> uh, Jonathan says, William Shatner and Patrick Stewart. That'd be a solid oh, one. Oh, man. The, the old Star Trek captains. Nerds would jizz themselves <laughs> over that fight. <laughs> we finally get to figure it out. <laughs> more so than Yoda and E.T.? <laughs> Yeah, you're no, yeah, definitely more so. Mm. Definitely more so. I, I like this one. Uh, a coworker of mine, Tyson, says uh, a cage match, very specific, between Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Surprise winner, George Lazenby. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's making fun of the fact that you know Lazenby nice. was the worst Bond, but it would be hey, an interesting cage match. Yeah, though. it'd be a I'd, good cage I'd match. I'd watch that shit. I think Pierce Brosnan would be the first one out. I, think, would, I feel like Daniel Craig would make it to the final. Yeah, he'd definitely be one of the final yeah, ones. He, he seems like a badass. It'd be him and Sean Connery, probably. Sean Connery would fight dirty as shit, and it'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like biting dicks and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how he got him biting dicks, but here we are. <laughs> Uh, my, we always seem to come to that at this point in the show. Yeah, Dicks my, just come up a lot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my buddy John, who doesn't know shit about sports, actually had a really good one. Baseball Bo Jackson versus football Bo Jackson. Oh, there you go. That's a solid one. Man, uh, it's got to be football Bo Jackson winning that fight. I don't know, though. Baseball, you ever seen those highlights when he hit home oh, runs? Oh, I've seen and the just highlights, standing yeah. there at home plate. He was the original, like, everybody complains now about bat flips. If Bo Jackson would have ever flipped his bat, nobody would have said shit. Like, <laughs> it's because they're afraid Bo, of thanks. Them. Thanks, Bo. Can I, can I serve up another one next time you're up? 
Some people would have never talked shit to Bo Jackson if no. he flipped his bat. No, you're right. But he that's because at the pitcher and killed him. <laughs> but it's all it's all about context. And on the baseball field, he was gigantic and huge in the man. On the football field, he was still gigantic and huge in the man, but against people who were gigantic yeah. and huge. So that's why I think football Bo Jackson wins. That's true. That's that's good logic. Yeah, that's breaking it down. I that's guess I just do it. <laughs> that's how we do it when the we're kind expert, of both. Yeah, the expert analysis <laughs> here on craft brewed sports. Dude, okay, so you were talking about Tyson. I saw this thing this week where there's a YouTube video that popped up, uh, and it's an old Mike Tyson fight from 1995, and they zoom oh God, in. Oh, God, I saw this. <laughs> yes. zoom in on oh, the crowd, Jesus. and in the crowd, it looks like there's a guy filming the fight on what appears to be a smartphone, and this is in 1995, so they're like, what smartphone? Yeah. The truth is out there. <laughs> so they're like, what phone, what camera looked like this in 1995? And they can't find something that looks like it. So the theory on the internet is that a time traveler went back in time, watched this Tyson fight, and recorded it. Here's where I find holes in this logic. If you're going to go back... And <laughs> Hold on. Let's, let's suspend disbelief for a second and say, yeah, you can go back in time. Okay, we're starting with time travel is real. Okay, I'm on board. Let's go. Why are you going back in time and watching Tyson fight a no-name fighter <laughs> when you can go back in time and watch Tyson Holyfield? Or Well, maybe like, that was when the guy's parents met and he was trying to make sure that he still existed. <laughs> so that night was the night that they met, bro. I mean, Listen, Doc, while I'm here, I'm just going <laughs> to... He's gonna catch it's this Tyson fight. Tyson fight. I mean, yeah, okay. So there, you didn't, you didn't do anything, did you? Well, I took a video. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> We're just now finding out about he changed history. <laughs> we gotta go back, and otherwise Donald Trump becomes the president. <laughs> a son of a bitch. That guy fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. So it, with that being said, if you could go back in time. And you and time and travel, which clearly is going to be real I, soon here, because yeah. this guy's using a current smartphone <laughs> either, to watch either, a Tyson fight in '95. This guy was like the cheapest time traveler in the world. That got like an iPhone four. To like, <laughs> like, I, I didn't upgrade yet. I'm going back. <laughs> So either that or like uh, we ha- we hit this regression with phones in the future where they're like, nah, this shit got too weird. Let's go back to what we had. Uh, Who would you fight if you go back in time? Or, no, who would you fight? Who would you go? See? I can't fight. I'm drunk, yeah. man. Who would you go back and see fight? Well, I wouldn't waste time with just some random no-name fight. If I'm going back <laughs> in time, I'm going back to see uh, the Thriller in Manila. I mean... It's got to be like one of the best fights of all time, right? If I want to waste yeah. my time time traveling. <laughs> if you're going to waste your uh, time. If I'm going to waste time going back to see a fight, it's going to be the thrill in Manila. What about you, you? If you could go, well, let me ask you, if you could go back in time, would that be the reason why you go back in time? Would Hell you like no. to watch a fight? No. Well, let's not even do fight. Would you go back in time to like, would you go back in time to watch the Braves win the World Series? No. So you would you would use your time travel for? I'd use for it like good. Biff. I'd totally go back and get something <laughs> that would make me money now. But then you want to talk about not hosting the show? I'd be like, <laughs> I would never be hosting the show. The show would never happen because why? It'd be some big shot on some radio show somewhere else. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's why I went back and fucked that guy. I'm like, I'm gonna make sure that I'm hosting something and he never has a chance for a podcast. That's what I would do, you dick. I love that that you would go back in time and fuck me out of this podcast. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's your... I am an arrogant bastard. (laughs) You would go back and do... I love it. That's the best. That's amazing. Uh, (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I got this time travel. I I got this time machine. I'm going to time travel. Uh, Oh, you're going to go save the world? No. Are you going to go back and see, like, uh, the crucifixion? No. What are you going to do? I'm going to go back and fuck my podcast co-host. <laughs> well, at the same time, making sure that I became this big-time show host somewhere. Just solo show. I love it, man. That's the best. Yes. That's I love you, man. Uh, yeah, I love you too, man. So what would you do? I would, I would go back. If I was going to go back and catch a fight, I'd probably catch one of the, uh, the Gotti Ward fights. Okay. Arturo Gotti and Mickey Ward. I yeah. think those fights were so fucking good, man. 
They yeah. were so entertaining because those dudes just took the sh- like they just got the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, like for three fights, they were just like beaten and bloodied, and I don't know. Those were that's back when I was really into boxing. Was like around that time was Gotti and Ward, and it's because of those guys. I think those dudes were. I mean, those fights were fucking great. That's back when boxing was fun and not as boring as it is now. Yeah. Sweet man. All right, so let's uh, let's head into uh, the our favorite portion of the show here. Some Fat beats for y'all. Some new sweet beats. Uh, so this is our our weekly segment. This is where we decide whether we're going to consume it or can it or can it. <laughs> so let's start off, Scott. Uh, we're going to talk about the beer first. Are you going to consume or are you going to can Arrogant Bastard Ale? God, I feel like I need to start canning some of these beers so people don't just either one, no, think I'm can... an alcoholic, or two, just think I'm, <laughs> I love anything you put in front of me that's alcoholic. But I, I won't lie. When I first took a drink of this, I'm like, this beer tastes like shit. This is one of those rare beers that it actually got better as you... As time went on, and not because I have any sort of buzz that you know that doesn't hurt, but just taste wise, it tastes so much better after the first few beers. I, I I could totally see picking up another pint of this in the future. It's got good flavor to it, really good flavor. Yeah, I'd agree, man. I think it's uh, it's really I think it's probably one of the best beers we've had on the show. Oh, so I'll con- um, consume it by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> good, good call. Um, I would agree. I think at first it's a little harsh. Like you got to get through the first couple sips of this, but once you do, you're gonna really like the taste of it. Um, I would definitely consume this. I would consume the shit out of it. Uh, don't be afraid by the label. Don't let it scare you off. Uh, even if you are one of those fizzy yellow beverage uh, guys that they're <laughs> making fun of on the back. And you don't have to be an arrogant bastard like we are to enjoy right. an arrogant bastard <laughs> like we are. I think it's I think it's a great beer. Uh, plus, the fact that it's 7.2% is awesome. Does not hurt. I'm always a fan of beers with higher ABV. That's why I can't wait for this law in Ohio to pass so that we can get some really strong beers on this podcast. Shout out to lawmakers. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, I'm consuming uh, Arrogant Bastard Ale. I'm consuming That's it a, a double lot. consume. Yep. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, McGregor and Mayweather. Uh, are you going to consume or can... Let's just do this to start with. Are you going to consume or can the Mayweather-McGregor fight? Do you think it's even going to happen? I'm going to can it. I, I think this is all just BS. So you think it's all going to talk about? I, I don't think this is actually going to happen. As long as it took them to get the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, this fight isn't just going to happen overnight. And I, I think it's twofold. The, the timing of it is obviously suspicious with the fact that Mayweather supposedly is retired. That is only part of it. The other part is, yeah, McGregor just lost in UFC for the first time. He, he had that whole issue with them not wanting to uh, promote and that saying him saying that it wasn't part of his job and yada, yada, yada. So I just think this is just a big to-do to get his name back at the front pages. And in the end, I don't even think it's going to happen. All right, so you're canning the idea of Canning the idea of this match is I'm going to consume it, man. I'm going to consume it because I think the boxing world needs some sort of big draw, and they don't have it right now with, with uh, the current fighters. So I think the boxing world wants this to happen bad, and I think they'll pay whatever they have to to make it happen. I think that's the big sticking point right now is figuring out the the money. Dana White doesn't give a shit. He's going to get his cut no matter what. Uh, so he's going to let Conor McGregor do it. I think Conor McGregor will do it as long as the money's right. Floyd Mayweather will do it because he's going to win. Uh, HBO will sign on because they're going to get shitloads of ratings. So I think it's a win-win all the way around. Um, and I would say it's uh, I'm going to consume that it does happen. Um, I don't know when. Uh, I don't know if Co- uh, Colin Coward's right or Jalen Rose is right. But uh, I'm consuming the fact that that fight's happening. Are you going to consume or can... McGregor having a chance. Yeah, yeah McGregor no, being able. No, I'm going to can the shit out of that yeah. if this fight happens. Which, you know, I I said I don't think that it will. But if I was putting a percentage on it, I'd say there's a 90 percent chance that it doesn't happen. So in the you know 10 percent chance that it does, it doesn't matter. 
Mayweather will win, become fifty and zero, and then that'll be the end of it. You think he's done win. after after he gets to fifty? Yeah, I think fifty is the magic number for him. Uh, he, there's and there's no one else left to do it with. What, what, yeah, like who? If there was more people or if there was somebody there waiting, I could totally see it. But at this point, no. If if this fight goes down, that's it for him, and that's it. But. That's another reason why I think the fight's going to happen. Because what better way to get your 50th than over somebody like Conor McGregor, who's like an international superstar? But it's a gimmick. It is a gimmick. It kind of taints it a little bit. But who bit. gives a shit? You don't like have 49 any- and all that one. Would you ra- Would you rather get 49 and 0 where or 49 or 50 and 0 where your last win was over some no name that everybody was like, oh, of course you're going to kill that guy, <laughs> or 50 and 0 over, well, you beat the best MMA fighter. I mean, it's something. You're right. It's a gimmick. It's 100% a gimmick, but fuck it. They need a little bit of a gimmick there. (laughs) I guess. I I am also canning the idea that McGregor would stand a chance in that fight. I think Floyd Mayweather beats the fuck out of him. Um, Not in, like, the sense that he knocks him out like we talked about. I think he he just – he's too technical for him. McGregor can't – actually, maybe he does knock him out because I think, like you said, McGregor might get frustrated with the defense and make a mistake. And Floyd's able to capitalize and knocks him out. Um, yeah, it'll be a TKO. Not an actual, just straight No, I think he knocks him out. Oh, really? See, so, yeah, yeah. I just think it'd be just a TKO. I, I think, just I think McGregor gets pissed and tries to... Uh, yeah, I think McGregor gets pissed and tries to do something, just catches one on the chin, and that's it. So, can't, double can on the idea that, uh, that McGregor would win that fight. There you go. Consume it or can it with the sweet beats. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we added, like, sweet beats. Ladies and gentlemen, we do it for you. It's all for you guys. Y'all wanted more production. Y'all wanted more like we, news. We we do it for you. Yeah, for so people. if you have any other tips for the show, if you got any feedback, whatever, we'd love to hear it. Tweet hey, at us. And we love, we love that you guys uh, interact with us on Facebook and uh, on yeah. Twitter when you get the chance, when we throw out these questions. It makes the show better. Um, and if you, you know, it makes want- it so much easier for us. Yeah, but it allows us to riff more and talk yeah. about the certain things. And, you know, it makes it more interesting for you guys. I know that you know, it shows that we're actually paying attention. So it's not like we're just, hey, we want feedback, we want feedback, we want feedback. And right. then we don't take heed of anything you say. So, you know, keep answering questions when we throw them out there. Keep interacting with us. And we'll uh, keep trying to do better and Absolutely. incorporate anything that you guys say because it's your show just as much as it's ours. Yeah, we do this for you you guys so yeah hit us up on facebook find us on twitter at craft b sports you can follow scott on twitter at scotty k underscore junior he got it you can, you can follow me at mike burlon uh if you've got any topics you want us to hit on uh if you got any beers you want us to try anything you want us to talk about hit us up we're we're glad to hear it we'll respond we don't give a shit uh gmail address is uh craft sports at gmail.com uh, I've been Mike. That's I am Scott. Scotty. Thank you for listening. Thank you we guys out. so much. See you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.